welcome back to the Martini Works podcast. It is continuing to get colder. I keep adding layers and we keep the gas propane tank on just a little bit longer. And I think I'm getting a little floaty in the noggin. Welcome back and thank you so much for listening in. What's the face hey. for? <laughs> you said last week was the last time we were filming in the garage. Uh-oh. Called out. What the hell? Yeah, you know, things change sometimes. Um, you know, we... Uh, uh. We we had a regression. <laughs> One step forward, a couple steps back. We told you in the last podcast that there was some really great news happening. You know, we were going to shop. Life was great. Uh, and then it all got fucked. Yeah, <laughs> it life all... happened. Story of my fucking life. It's, uh, it's kind of like working on a project car. You think you got everything you need. You get halfway in. And then some bitch just takes the whole thing out from underneath Damn, you. Jesus. Um, yeah, that's yeah. kind of what happens. So we are back to our garage. We, we don't have, have a shop space. We don't no, have a shop space. Shop don't exist. Shop don't exist anymore. Uh, apparently, we were too difficult uh, to handle because we said that we wanted a space where we could make videos and have cars. And that was just that too was much. that was too, too much, much, too much. So we have another shop mm. we're looking at. Unfortunately, it doesn't have AC, uh, but we are kind of uh, there's only like two, three options up here in Appleton. There's not a whole lot we can really go with. So we're trying our best to find something. We'll see how it goes. Small but hey, uh, if you guys haven't yet, drop a comment what you want us to talk about in the next Martini Works podcast. That helps us out a ton. And if you are uh, listening in, rate the podcast. That'd mean a lot. I don't yes. think we've talked about that yes. in a while. But we've had some pretty good ratings on the podcast. Yes, like We actually you. have a little graph that tells yeah. us we're doing okay. Yeah, absolutely. Is, it's so cool, cool to look at and see. And Dude, there's people from all over the world that listen to it, so it's super neat. So if you're listening, New Zealand. You. Okay. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Australia. I love countries. <laughs> Name another one. Oh, uh, uh, France. He's going to say China. <laughs> Italy. All right. Well, hey, if your name is Greg or okay. Donnie D, Jeremiah B, Jeremiah well, B, Jeremiah B tried a couple times before the order actually went through. Brandon okay, H. We'll look into that. <laughs> uh, Alex H, Jorge M, Joseph L, or Antonio V. Thank you so much for supporting us. Oh yeah. Picking something up on the Martini you. Works website. If you are looking to buy parts, Magic Cart Martini Works. If Anything you, you want to start it off with? Uh. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get into a car updates quick here, but I, I had a shower thought the other day, and I, I was like, I want to run it past the guys on the Ooh, podcast, yeah, yeah. and it's a little bit of a hot okay. take, a little bit of a okay. shower thought. Ooh, um, he's thinking about us in the shower. Is buying a used car from a car enthusiast actually worse than buying from a non-car enthusiast? And I have some thoughts to back this up as I got in deeper. Dude, that that's t- I Can you give us a case study? Like, what car? Any, I'd I'd put it under any car. Right any now. car. It's not specific to a car. Mate. I I think it truly depends. I mean, overall, I think probably better from a car enthusiast, but it depends on how modified the car is. Oh. Yeah, and it's like what's on the car because it's like I think I think it can be hit or miss. I think you can get some great cars from former car like a f- used car from yeah. a car enthusiast. I think you can because it's like oh, it was just like. Uh, my daily or something like that mm-hmm. took really good care of it because like I take care of all my other cars just don't need it anymore. There's a couple things done to it, but it's been great. And then there's the other hand where it's like a 93 Honda Civic that has gone through 20 owners is on its third engine is turbocharged, uh, missing half of the wiring, all that uh-huh. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it runs and it's and it's good. See, yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Alex? 
I just look at most like car meets or car shows and I look at the sea of hundreds of cars and I think to myself, how many of these are actually like done right? And it's usually like a handful and all of those cars will eventually hit the marketplace. And I think to myself, would I rather have something that at least at the bare minimum is bought by somebody where they listen to the dealer that says, hey, you need to bring this car in every 12,000 miles? Or do I yes. risk it yeah. with Sebastian <laughs> on the seventh ownership of an SRT4 that's Ooh. got a Turbo XS downpipe and it looks like the front bumper's about hey, to fall I off. I think we have a Sebastian that listens to the podcast and he comments on almost everything. <laughs> Be careful. That wasn't targeted at you. <laughs> um, so I would, say, I would say I've had experiences buying cars that were sports cars from non Enthusiasts, and I've always had a better time oh, with wow. the platform let me, than an let enthusiast. Let me flip this question on its head. Wait, 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 wait. Before we get into that, because my main thought that was uh, what made me think of it was I think a lot of times, especially all of us, I think all of us, we know the issues with our cars. Mm-hmm. And we know when we can get by with those issues on <laughs> yeah. our car and we push it. But a lot of times I think, and this is situational based, I think there's some people that aren't car enthusiasts, they just never fix it, they let it go. But I think a lot of times something happens and they're like, I got to fix it. I don't want my car to be right. ruined. I need to take it in and have it professionally fixed mm-hmm. where we're taking it half ass fixing it or letting it because ah, it doesn't really that check engine. Light, it's just been on forever. It's fine. It's, you know, and we let her run because we know it's maybe not that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah that's literally what I was going to ask. Yeah. I was like, would you buy a used car from yourself? <sighs> no. Oh, wow, Alex. Well, like, the thing is, is <laughs> what are you doing to these cars? Yeah. Well, I, like, I would buy one. See, it, it depends because it's like when I when I sold the Datsun, when I sold the 996, when I sold a lot of these cars that were, like, heavily modified, I do write Harry Potter novels oh, I for know. my classified I know. ads because I don't want anything to come back on me. Mm-hmm. Which is good. Which is good. The problem is, is I think sometimes people expect, you know, like, the 996, when we sold it, I sold it for, I think it was 45 thousand i bought it for like 55 and we did a bunch of stuff to it but like people at that price point for that car are always like looking for a deal and i always try to share with people like you're buying a modified car underneath typical price of this car already Mm -hmm. here's why like hey you're gonna have to deal with this hey we're not really sure what's happening with this hey you know the car is wrapped we're not gonna take the wrap off for you to see what's underneath it's kind of a gamble like you have to be willing to take some risk if you want to save a little bit of money. Now, the guy that ended up buying the 996 didn't give a flying shit. He ended up just tracking it until it got sidewinded at a, at a four-way stop. But it's like, <laughs> I always try to tell people, if you do buy a car from me, I try to be as honest as I can yeah. about those things because I just don't want it to bite, my, you know, bite me in the ass. Yeah, absolutely. So you don't want to buy from you. I, I suppose I probably jumped the gun. On I would that, buy it like, from you because if you're telling me everything that you are even remotely worried about, I feel like that's a good sign. Like it's a good thing. It's just like the cars do. are maybe really niche. Like yeah. they're not like they're weird. Yeah, you have been selling some weird cars. Yeah, so maybe that's the problem. I always try and tell the person I'm buying the car from, like, please tell me any issue it has, even if it's small, even yeah. if it's insignificant. Just tell me. I don't care. I just mm-hmm. want to know about it. No one ever fucking tells me. I find out after I buy the car. And yeah. again, it's usually not a big deal. I just wish they would tell me so I'd know about it and I can fix it. But for some reason, no one ever wants to say what's See, wrong mine's, with the car. See, mine's the opposite way. See, I tell people everything and then they buy the car and then they send me messages years after. <laughs> oh my God. For no real. They're like, I get the, me- I still get messages. I still get messages all the time. They'll be like, hey, you own that red wagon, that mm-hmm. B7, right? I'm like, yeah, five years ago. 
Did you like when you owned it? Did did you ever yeah, notice that all, like the yeah. gear got a little sticky in second? I, no, I don't know how many yeah. miles is that. Like 196, dude. I owned it when at 103. Yeah. No, I don't know. Like I am kind of guilty of that, especially with the 240. Uh, Dan, the guy that I bought it from, I do still message him. We're like friends on Facebook now, so it's like kind of better. But I still do message him occasionally, like. Hey, uh, because of the cart, there's like a hodgepodge, like all 240s, just like of different years and different <laughs> generations of things in the car. Because originally it was a four bolt hub, now it's a five bolt mm-hmm. hub, and then it had like Z32 brakes, but the fronts are S. Yeah, that car brakes. is very so it's like, question. I, I'll just message, needed. I'll be like inside of the car. I'm like, I message Dan. Dan, what the hell did you say? You swapped out for the front brakes on this again yeah. <laughs> because I don't know what I'm looking at. So I have a little cheat code that might help you then because mm-hmm. I did this with the Gloria when we bought it from Driver Motorsport and we were kind of doing like the whole shakedown mm-hmm. and things like that. I spent almost an entire Saturday and BC Racing sent me this like log book, oh, which sure. has like you can put all the mods and you can put all your fluids and then you can put like history. And I literally sat there and I just went and I wrote every single thing down. And then any question, I sent it all over to driver. Like, you know, what fluid did we swap to? What do we do here? What do we do there? And now that diary sits in the Gloria so that when the next person buys it, they can just have the book that has everything that has to do with the swap. Because you guys swapped out like a bunch of S chassis parts onto that car, Mm -hmm. right? Maybe. So then that way it's not like a surprise, you know, if you're if you if you're the next owner of the Gloria and let's say something happens you. to the hub. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not selling that car. We might give it away. No. Okay, never mind. Dakota? Yeah. Do what's we the want... answer to your question? Oh. Um I think it's so situational based. Like you gotta you gotta feel out the owner. You gotta message yeah. them. See yes. well the, right away you can tell just from reading the ad what type of person they are and there's ones to fucking stay away from (laughs) there's ones to inquire about and then there's ones where you're super confident going into it you can get a good feel that just by looking at the posting Mm -hmm. if there's one photo run the fuck away you do not need to look at that car i don't care if it seems like a good deal it's not if you have to if you have to pull more photos out of them no not a good sign if they don't post any photos at all just one and it's like super close up or super far away just forget it and if they're already coming across hostile in the description of like i will not answer to the is this available messages i will not fucking do that that's stupid maybe just Avoid I do get hot. He's already bad. There was like a three month period where I was dealing with Facebook Marketplace <laughs> people and I was like selling some wheels and stuff like that. Dude, by the last posting, I was like that. I was like, I don't know if these are your fucking 87 Mercedes that has three models made. Yeah, probably look not. it up yourself. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to go do the research. Yeah. You want to buy the wheels? Dude, look at it fucking fits your car, bro. Selling wheels on Marketplace is the worst fucking I'd rather process. just sell them through Martini Works, honestly. Everybody that comes <laughs> in at Martini Works, they're like, I want this for my car. We're like, here. They're like, dope. Buy it. Done. <laughs> Facebook Marketplace, it's like fucking 40 questions and 39 of them are in the listing. Yeah. Oh my God. I will say the, the biggest thing that I've always had an issue with in, in Marketplace stuff is, so we put the Nissan Z up for sale. It's on oh, Marketplace, right? Yeah. yeah. And of course, because it's our car and we do content, it obviously got shared amongst the classified groups of people. Yeah. Some people are like, yeah, whatever. Some people are like, I can't believe he thinks he could sell it for that amount. And I, like, I almost want to go out there and just be like, 
I don't even know what to sell yeah, the car for. There's not for. many used like, I, Nissan Zs with modifications I, out there for sale right now. You didn't, like, upsell it no, like crazy. No, I, I ran them just, like, and again, all. if it doesn't sell, like, if nobody buys it, I'll just drop the price. Think, yeah, you know, you like, dropping that. the price is a normal part of selling something. I'm yeah. totally comfortable with that. And it's like, I'm going through, somebody sent me this, like, huge message, and they're like, <laughs> I can't believe Jesus. that you would sell that car. For fifty-seven thousand right now, there's one for sale in Des Moines, Iowa, and Los Angeles, California, for fifty-one. And you think that your popularity is gonna allow you to? Oh and just God, went bro. into it, and I'm like, you have a lot of investment <laughs> in me selling this car. Yeah, I don't fucking know how much it's gonna sell. I don't know if it'll sell for forty thousand yeah. dollars because the market's coming down. But dude, it's it's not a big deal. There's people who like have a personal vendetta. Against people who list car prices. Yes. Where yeah. it's like, oh, everybody's dude, like, no, insane. that's not what I would sell mm. it for. So therefore, that's not what I would that guy. buy it for. Dude, it's <laughs> not going to buy it. <laughs> mind blowing thing. They need to do a study on this because <laughs> you'll see Facebook groups like super owners. Then a super gets uh, sold or put up for sale for 5,000 over whatever and else is asking. And everyone loses their minds. Yep. Bro. It's okay. If it sells for more, your car is worth more than yeah. you can get that amount. Why are you getting mad about it? That doesn't make sense to me. If they're selling it for more and they get more, great. If they ask more and they don't get it, then they didn't get it. And you were right. Sure, it wasn't worth that. Congrats. What is the big fucking deal? I remember I listed my Mark IV uh, 20th anniversary for sale and I had to delete the listing 15 minutes after I put it up because of how much hate comments I was getting on it. And I know aftermarket parts don't add value, but I literally put about five grand into yeah. this car right before selling it. And I think I was asking 9K. Um, and I just got absolutely demolished, roasted. People just fuck it. I was like, I'm deleting the post. Jesus, I can't even deal with this. Uh, next day I wake up, I had a message. Hey, I saw the ad. It was deleted. I'm really interested. Dude came and bought it for asking price. Like that day. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So fuck all those people that are saying that shit and getting mad. List it what you think it's worth. If people get mad, let them be mad. That shit's insane. That was the same thing as like when I sold the the 430 wheels, the the first oh, yeah. set, the ESR, they were three piece, they were forged. Yeah. ESR, three piece. You already know what's going to happen. Yep. Oh god. And um yes. I think I had them listed for like 42 or 45 something like that God and damn. of course they were you know everybody was blowing up and uh you know like even msrp i think they would have come out at like 72 yeah. or something right. like that because they're, they're 20 by 9 cheap. and they're 20 they're by 12s they're, they're massive and custom yeah. and uh everybody was like just lighting it up whatever didn't really care i don't yeah. spend that much time in like the marketplace community it's not even worth it at that point and then somebody came and bought it for asking price Put it on his F-type car. It's always the people that will never even consider or have the need to buy the stuff that will always be the loudest. I was just like, like okay, thank you. Yeah. Thanks it, for coming. It is the wild, wild west <laughs> out there when you're selling stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's almost become like a game for him. It's like this is like a hobby. Yeah, it's literally. Going on in but it's game. almost like I don't care. Like, no, I think yeah, it almost upsets them more that you don't care. Oh, Because I did have somebody yeah. that was like, yeah, I would never. Then. Yeah, they they dropped a comment. They're like, I would never buy this for fifty five thousand. Okay. And I, I responded with, Would you buy it for fifty <laughs> two? And he's like, I'm not looking for a car. And I said, Okay, <laughs> thanks. Shut, <laughs> <up>. <laughs> shut the fuck up and get off yeah, my goddamn car <laughs> listing. What You'd never fuck? buy it no matter what price yes. it is. Apparently, it's what it's is not the point? What is the point? I don't know, dude. That shit's wild. <laughs> Anyways, why don't we get into oh. a little bit about our cars that we currently own and are keeping at the moment? Yeah. Um. Any updates you guys have? 
I blundered. So, oh. Yeah, the S2K is fucking gorgeous. And I, you don't have to give a lot away. I know this series is going to be dropping soon yeah, next on your month, channel. I and think. I'm really excited because, yeah, looking at it right now behind these two cameras, uh, dude, it's coming together. This, and this, I, I'm, I just want to say I call it from the fucking <laughs> beginning. This is going to be everyone's favorite car when it's done. It's so good. I have yet to see this car in one piece in <laughs> so fucking long. Yeah. And it's not even close. Well, it's closer it, to done. But yeah, like, it's a way better. But it's like. It's obviously not done, but dude, it is looking so good. Yeah, I'm so happy with with where it's heading. We've got so many new parts on this car, and how we kind of dealt with the top of it is so much better. And we've got Bald. more stuff coming on it to kind of finish it up. I think one thing I will say is, I was I was a little nervous with what we decided to do, and then I we finally like kind of took a step back over there and looked at it, and I have this infatuation, this love. For long nose, like short, snubby mm. rear end cars, AMG GTs, Datsun 240s, that style of you car. You really do. Yeah. And it's like, this with that is that <laughs> look. And I am just in love. I am in love with how the car looks. So yeah, it made it that, dude. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, now we just got a, we got a couple pieces we still got to finish up. Seat should be here any day now. Steering wheel should be here sick. any day now. And then uh, I think we've decided we're going to go with a, a work spell quick release. Good. So one of like the, the ones that just kind of yeah. pop up. Oh. Nice. Instead of come off, because I don't really need it to come off. I just need yeah. I just need some space for some my feetsies. Yeah. And then yeah, after that, we got signed up for our, our shakedown test. It's April 29th. Damn. So there's a solid date. Yeah. There's a date. There's a deadline. The shake oh, the shit. shakedown date's April I, 29th. I, I do have to give you fucking props, though, man, because like holy shit, this car it, it has sat for a bit. It did. Right. And it was just <laughs> in uh it was in a state. Um, it was in a direction. It was in a direction of really not going anywhere. And you really buckled down. And you have been consistently working on this thing. You got a good plan in place. And this thing has come so far. Thank you. Really not a like a long amount of time. And dude, that that's impressive. That's that's something we can only like hope to do as car enthusiasts is actually stick to a fucking plan and you're doing it. So that's huge. It's looking really good. I can't wait to see this thing done. It's going to rip. Thanks, dude. I have to give a shout out to my wife. God bless her soul. Because like every two weeks, it's been 730 to 4 o'clock every Saturday. Mm -hmm. It's kind of been like the 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 regiment. And she's like, so you really going to do this every two weeks? I'm like, I have to. (laughs) It it won't get done if I don't do it. You know, it's a sacrifice. That's for sure. But no, it's. It's proven its worth, man. This thing is looking crazy. Thank you. Clap car will never settle. Dakota, what's new with you? All right. I blundered. I fucked up. What? It's stupid. What? Um, I think we talked about in the last podcast, going autocrossing. Yeah. Winter autocross. Oh. Uh, I wanted to be really cool and like have my car look nice in the video. When so, is that? Uh, uh, the 13th. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I wanted the magnets that you put on the door with the like your number, name, mm-hmm. even D-Stone. Ooh. Fucking sick. Looks yeah. like a race car. <laughs> so I ordered some custom ones. Dude, shout out. I can't. Auto digits, I think it was called something like that. Anyways, they were super fast shipping, not sponsored at all. I just couldn't believe it. Like these were custom made, and all of a sudden, boom, at my door, and I had my name on it. It's fucking sick. So I'm like, Maya, I'm gonna go fucking put these on the car. It's gonna look fucking sick. And I go to put on the car, and the magnet just. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, God damn, it must be like too cold in the ground. I'm like, magnets don't need to be fucking warm. What the fuck? I'm like, maybe it's like dirty. And I'm like, look at, I'm like, no, I'm like, it's not even fucking dirty. I'm like, stick it. What the fuck? I'm like putting it all over the car. Like the magnets fucking burn. They have magnetized this shit. <laughs> and then boom. And it just sticks to my rear quarter. And I'm like, 
My doors are fucking aluminum. <laughs> That's a non-ferrous metal, my guy. <laughs> Damn it. So now I have these fucking huge magnet numbers. I can't even put them on it. So I'm just going to like put fridge them on the magnet. Jetta and oh. drive around town or something. Oh, make me say it'd be a really cool fridge magnet. <laughs> really cool fridge <laughs> magnet. Or toolbox that magnet, fridge maybe. Fast as fuck. Yeah. Uh, so I think I'm going to try and just put them on my rear quarters. It's like, dude, the, the super is rear end too. It's like super like curve. Like it's gonna be stupid. But you I just put it on the car. I just need to use them. Yeah, you, you I'll take a, I'll take a sharpie. Is there any way, like, because I don't want to fuck up the paint, so it's not like I can just like painter tape it there. Because I feel like it's just gonna rub and hit yeah. and like. I don't want three Emic. You know what would be hilarious? Feet. It would be so you to have what should have been a magnetic <laughs> sticker on your car, and you take like painter's tape, <laughs> painter's tape the sticker onto the car. I thought about it. I fucking <laughs> thought about it. Oh, it makes me so freaking mad because they're kind of pricey too. I mean, oh, for what it is, and that is so that's where I'm at. That is just the fucking epitome working on cars something as simple as a fucking yeah, it's, magnet that, that's the thing <laughs> like the big things you expect honestly don't make you as mad as the little shit that just should have been simple literally yeah i think because a lot of times you like you try to fit it in between doing other stuff so yep. it's like you already have the expectation it's a sticker it's gonna take 30 yeah. seconds yep. and then it doesn't it takes an hour and then you and get done and you're work. like do i tell the public that this just took me an hour yeah, i try to keep it real because yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. What about you? I, I had our boy Dustin cut me some vinyl decals Ooh. for the window. Oh, um, so that was my You're solution. so smart. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about the main. The main would have been sick, but yeah. now to think of it, I don't know if my doors are steel or aluminum either. So yeah. I, I forgot that's not something I would think of checking, I just, to be honest. Metal. I forgot <laughs> to <laughs> sign up. I need to sign up. Are you going to do it? I, I would sign up immediately after this. Right I after asked, we're done with the potty. got a couple days left. I did ask Josh if he's got any winter tires hanging around because I'm pretty uh, sure the stock not. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> tell you for a fact, they do not. We're I at the know. point in time in winter where everyone that procrastinated has ordered. Now you're past the procrastination. Well, it's not the people. procrastination. I was never planning on doing it, and I have the stock tires, but I don't know if those are any good for winter activities. <laughs> Might be Sounds drifting. like you need some things to figure out. Well, we'll see. If it is it supposed to snow between now and then? Yeah, actually it is. We're Shoot. supposed to get a big snowstorm, but we'll see if it comes through. Those things, you never know. If you got a five i one fourteen point three nineteen inch wheel with a winter tire, and you're located in the Fox Where Valley, are you taking the Gloria? No, I take the Z. Oh, I, I, I don't. What the hell? I don't know why I thought. The <laughs> I was like, what? what? I, 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 in my mind, you sold the Z. Z's no more. <laughs> Z's not here. Z's dead to us. <laughs> my God. All right. What else do we got? Anything or are we ready uh, to head on a break? Well, shout out to Continental because I'm going to be putting them winter tires through the paces. If you didn't know, they're the official sponsor of the Martini Works podcast. And I'm interested to see. I know Viking Contact 7s are good in the snow because I used them and I liked them. But I want to push them to the fucking limits. So I'm going to take the Viking Contact 7 himself right into and a curb. autocross them because I'm curious to see how winter tires hold up in that environment. They will not fix your driving behavior, though. Like, you still have to be a good driver. You know that, right? So... Tires will fix your driving. If you're a bad driver, <laughs> tires will make you better. We want to we want to say thank you to Continental. It's been an awesome partnership. They make fantastic tires for pretty much every type of car. And uh, right. if you're interested, they're also available on the Martini Works website. And uh, we'll be back in just a moment. Yes, sir. We're back, and today we're talking about how much horsepower is too much horsepower. Honestly, I feel like, and I'm just saying it, I already talk a lot. But I feel like I got a good grasp on how much horsepower is too much horsepower. Yeah, 200. 
That's just perfect. Gels is actually so we're gonna cut the frame right here because <laughs> Gels Gels is playing in I'm I don't in my like, own like, little world the kid zone of 200 horsepower I'm less. in the fucking play pit yeah <laughs> the Renesis KA play pit with the 17 people don't forget the 420A the FA20 oh, uh, what the hell else yeah no 200 is good <laughs> you are you are the mascot of underpowered. No. <sighs> mid-trimmed sports cars that's the thing i think you can have plenty of fun with that much power and that's the problem with today well you can but that doesn't mean that that has to be the limit the problem here is all these tiktokers and youtubers (laughs) made 1000 horsepower seem like a normal thing that people should mod their car to and no i don't think anyone really should mod their car to 1,000 horsepower. I think that's the most ridiculous, unnecessary, fucking cool thing that's out, okay? Like, it's dope. I appreciate it, but I, I think it sets unreasonable standards because people hear 300 horse, and they think it's literally nothing. Oh, boo, sucks. Yeah, 300. Slow. Uh, they're slow as fuck. It's like, dude, you can't even outdrive 300 horsepower. I promise you. I think you nailed it. It's like, can you outdrive the power? Yeah. No. And I think that's, that's always the conversation because – to me, I think it's like a conversation of the chassis that it, that it's in. That too. For instance, like S chassis mm-hmm. have a lot of opportunity to make a ton of power because people will do like one J's or the SR swap it, and they do things like that. And then the LS conversation swaps. is, is when you swap it, what do you, what power do you go up to? And so, I think it's one of those things where, like with an S chassis, for instance, you can have a 350, 400 horsepower S chassis car, which is going to be a drift car. Nine out of 10 times, it's a drift car. And you'll be happy. You will never be able to outdrive that amount of power on like a small technical track. If you're going to a full on track, 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 you're probably not building an S chassis. You know what I mean? You're, you're like the car is there. Whereas like an AMG that weighs goddamn two and a half tons, you could probably throw a little pulley and a tune on it and get 740 horsepower. But it's just a big, heavy fucking boat, you know? Like, you're not going to ever use all of that horse. I don't know. I just, it's weird to say, like, 1,000 horsepower is the number, 500 horsepower is the number. Yeah, right. There's no specific number. I think it's to each person. I think if you can go and take whatever car you're driving, whether it's a RX-8 or a Turbo S2000 or Nissan Z, whatever, you take it to the track, and you're pushing that car so hard that you feel like you still need more power. Like, you, you're you hitting your lap times consistently, and, like, you're not getting above your number, and you feel like there's more. Like, that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't think you're going out there and doing that. If you can go to your track day and you just can't improve your time, and you feel like you've done driver mod, you know, and you've learned the track and you're taking the best routes and you have the best tires, suspension, stuff like that, that you can get. Then you look at horsepower, like horsepower is like, I feel like one of the last things you need to look at when you're actually driving a car. Yes. It's more fun. Yes. It's more snappy. It's fun to fucking romp on the throttle or do a big burnout or, you know, that is fun. Let's be clear. That is super fun. I enjoy I'm just saying you don't need it. And I just think it's so ridiculous that people don't think 300 horses enough for a car like to have fun. Yeah, dude, dude, 500 horsepower cars are gnarly. Go yeah, fucking yeah. drive one. Oh, Jesus. Like, ah, well, it's only 500. It's like, I can go get a Hellcat with 700 off the line. And it's yeah. like, well, that, again, it comes down to that. It's a completely different platform, completely different animal. Um, I think if yeah, you've got a street car and you're just showing a car, I don't think the horse, like a horsepower number means nothing to me. Mm-hmm. Like it is the last number I would want to cool. hear from you. Yeah, but yeah. like if you have a, you know, a lot right now is is the BMW 
chassis, like mm-hmm. the G80 mm-hmm. chassis, right? And these these guys are talking about running 650 wheel horsepower a on, a, on a tuned down pipe on a G80 series on the street. And it's like, that's super cool. That's the least, like, you're never going to use it. You're never going to actually apply it. So it doesn't, does it really matter? It's like, it's at the end of the day, it's just like a, it's fun. like a vanity fun number. Yeah, Whereas if you were to good. tell me you have a 225 horsepower max spec Miata that you're taking around the track because that is the maximum amount of horsepower yeah. you can push. That's an entirely different dialogue. Like I see people even with like S2000s, they run 230 horsepower mm-hmm. and they would absolutely spank me on the track with 400 horsepower yeah. well, because they know how to drive the car way better mm-hmm. than that's I. That's what you're saying is like you're going to have to like detune that thing. Yeah, it'll you, throw me into know. a goddamn wall. That, that and it's also it's just like I think <laughs> Yeah, just to be um, even like competitive, have like that edge, like just detuning it just to handle it and actually perform well. Otherwise, you're just going to be fighting the car. You're just muscle. Yeah, Yeah. you're just muscling the power. I I think that one of the numbers I've always kind of told, at least I believe, is if you want a fun, like well-balanced car that you can learn in, try to stay at 400 or below. Sure. That is kind of like the the number I've told people when they've said, hey, you know, I got an LS. 350 or I got, you know, I'm looking to do an SR swap and an S chassis and I'm just looking at power numbers. What should I go to? It's like under 400. Just stay there yeah. because then if you want to get more power out of an LS, you totally can. But and the other thing, you don't it, need it. You're right. right. Yeah. There's more that goes into it than just adding power to it. And it's like, I remember, you know, like go, growing up in like the DSM world and like all that kind of stuff. And especially like, uh, like even the FRS world too, it's like people even just throwing like turbo kits on like the FA20 and stuff like that. It's like, Okay, great. Just know once you hit like 300, 350 horsepower, you need to start worrying about your clutch. You need new axles. You need all this. Like there's so much more that goes into it than just adding power to an engine. It's like a lot of other things come into play to support that amount of power. So when you're talking like 500, 600, 1,000 horsepower, it's like you don't just build 1,000 horsepower Supras overnight. There is a lot of time and money and parts that go into that outside of just the engine um, to be able to support that. So it's like I think a lot of people forget that a little bit when it comes to talking about horsepower numbers. It's like it's not just the engine. Like Uncle Ben said, great power comes great unreliability. What if you could, though? If you could. If you could, let's take all the the, the logic out of this. (laughs) All right? Hear me out. You do want to build a ridiculously high horsepower car for no other reason than to have a ridiculously high horsepower okay. car. Yep. What car would you build? Um, mm, mm, mm. Let's just say you want to end it. You know? What? That's it. You just you want one car, you want to go out in a blazing ball of glory. What is it going to be? Uh, fucking four-rotor. Golf Harlequin. Four-rotor. Not the option. That's not an option. You got to pick a different car. And it cannot be a Volkswagen because they didn't make anything fast. W12. That was slow. Yes. Um, Bugatti. Not Volkswagen. Basically. Owned is not. Uh, Shares a lot of parts with Audi. Audi shares a lot of parts with Volkswagen. Therefore, Bugatti Veyron is a Jetta. It's basically Um, a big Audi. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, dude, I've never thought about this. So it's really freaking hard. If I was to go out and I just want to be balls to the wall screaming in a car and take her out um hmm do you have one alex because I, I don't i do to me there'd be no greater car to just send it yeah. than a twin turbo dodge viper acr yeah, that's wow. pretty good 
like that's some those Cletus are the McFarlane. those it will be your last ride that yeah. is the la- <laughs> yeah. i told becca like a first I, I, I told becca i'm like if you ever see the ownership of a dodge viper anywhere around me increase the life insurance life cost. insurance needs to go up because that is a car that'll kill me 100 percent. that is, killed a lot of people this is a really dark well i'm just saying like yeah there's always there's got to be one of those cars where it's like you're you're a little bit like you really just have as as a dream but you're like Mm -hmm. that is a dangerous car probably would never be able to actually drive it the people that can drive it they're only alive because you know luck yeah i think a a twin turbo acr viper is that car right next to like something even more expensive which would be like an 812 i mean super fast i remember when dakota and i drove that fucking twin turbo rear wheel drive audi r8 with like 1100 horsepower oh yeah i did feel like I, was, I, should, I should not have been able to drive that car. every person i talked to that because quite a few people got the chance to drive it every single person had the same conclusion of i drove it i'm good i don't want to drive it again i don't want to have a car like that it was really sick don't get me wrong i loved it but i'm done i'm good now i'm good that <laughs> that thing <laughs> just wanted to kill me yeah dude it was literally <laughs> floor it was tunnel vision like fucking space balls fucking <laughs> shoo, 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 shoo. And it's like it's, it was it's not like it didn't hook it hooked yeah like yeah. It, it it, it just, had the it hooked and hurt <laughs> it's yeah. just yeah you were there and all of a sudden you're everybody wonders county over in like two seconds yeah it's like it's you you go on iaai or copart and you do type in audi r8 right and you see all the rws's and you're like wow that was a super limited model. I can't believe all of these are on sale. And it's like, you realize they're all on sale because they all fucking crashed because yeah, they were a real-wheel drive that one car. one was crashed before. It was. It was. I almost did it again. I gave a cop a ride in that. You did. Yeah. You did. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, uh, that's a Not good on time. the street. He was retired. And yeah. yeah, it wasn't on the street. It was on a track. Yeah, something like that. A local I think it, what I would say is, you know, when going back to the horsepower conversation, how much is too much or how much is not enough? It's like, I do believe you can find a happy medium. I really do think the number sits right around that 400 mark. I think in terms sure. of any type of motorsport or any type of car activity, you can do it with 400 horsepower. Oh, yeah, all day. Yeah. Plus, plus have street ability. I plus do be able to go to a car show. Yeah, we need to talk about. This. I don't know. I you t- could come up a little bit, Gels. No, it's no. like it's like you're punished. You're punished in the drift world. It's like you will stay with a KA for seven years before you're allowed more power. It's like it's okay. You can have more power. You've I earned it. it. I want it, dude. I don't know. I, want I, don't, it. I don't know if there's a number. I don't think I'd shoot for any of that because, like, <laughs> now that I've owned a lot of cars since 16 years old to now and drove a lot of cars, I I've really thought about it, and it's like. I don't necessarily like the more horsepower cars more. And I drove cars that were sub 200 horsepower. And those were some of the most fun cars I've ever driven. Like still to this day, a bone stock Honda S2000, I think is one of the best cars I've ever driven. I've had the most fun in mm-hmm. and that don't make shit for power, no. but yeah. I do have VTEC though. Yep. Um, and I, I think that's the best. And I would be okay. Like purchasing an S2000 and not modifying the engine and just, maybe just doing some handling yeah. stuff to it. And I yeah. think I'd be okay. This is still insane. I've, I haven't r- rode this since the upgrade, but I've seen no. you drive it. And I think this thing gets fucking down. Yeah. She likes this. <laughs> she she likes the party. But with that being said, I would say if you do have any sort of power plans with your car, the most important thing you can do is actually invest in tires and invest yes. in wheels and invest in good suspension, which is why we want to talk about our next partner, which is Fortunato. 
because Fortunato makes dope, good coilovers for pretty much every application. Put that power to the ground. And one of the greatest things about it is like they get really technical with their coilovers. So if you're looking to get into the sport of driving your car, whether that's drifting or track or drag or things like that, they can actually help you build custom coilovers for your setup. They're modular, they're rebuildable, and they're actually built for specific motorsport types, which means if you're going to drift, you tell them, they'll help you find the right coilover, right spring rate, and then when oh, you yeah. buy them from Martini Works, they actually custom build them for you and for your car. So thank you for being a partner. Fortunato, you guys are absolutely crushing it. I can't wait to get the S2000 out for its little shakedown running the 510s in the S2000. So we're going to take a small break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about breaking news and maybe a couple other things. Breaking news. Hit me with it. This is two different topics. What's going on in the car In the scene? same. It's a miracle. Miata sales up by nearly 50% in 2023. And oh, that's a Toyota Supra sales plunged nearly 50% in 2023. Everyone's going to Miata. Well, no, I think what it Fox is. Fox News says Miata's stealing Supra sales. I don't believe, I don't that. believe that for a fucking <laughs> I think. <laughs> look at We had the launch of the Supra. Mm -hmm. Then we had the launch of the GR manual Supra. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I said GR. The manual Supra. Whoop, whoop, and then mm -hmm. nothing. Nothing. There's no announcements. It's just the cars that some, are out. They got some additions that they're coming out with with some decals. Nobody on. gave a fuck about that. <laughs> I think that's. I think just the hype is dying down because it, it's yeah. just the car's been out for a while yeah. now. Yeah. There's nothing new coming out. They tried but to why, do that. Well, why is the Miata? Why is the Miata why going Miata up? Going that's up. a good question. I don't know. Okay. Well, I, I, I went to the super talk. comments first because we talked okay. about the super yeah. first. There's two comments that I think that are worth talking about. So okay. I still like beer said in a 50 mile radius around San Diego, there's only one super for sale and it's not even on the lot in a hundred miles. There are four, but also not on the lot. Interesting. Dealers are marking up the manual version and even some marked up automatics. Not sure if it's chicken or egg situation and production is down because they're not selling. But if I were a buyer, it seems it would be difficult to get one. In fact, there are more Z4s available, and I believe they're both made at the Magna Steer plant. Hmm. Number two, though, top comment was, in a 500-mile radius from the Dallas area, there are only 11 Supras available, oh. and only three of them are at MSRP. That's crazy. The rest are at Contact Dealer or has some markup. Are we talking about, like, brand new? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to say, there's no way. Well, that's still crazy, though. Yeah. That, But, yeah, yeah. The used market, there's a bunch. But sure, sure, sure. That's... They're limiting, it seems like, how many they're pushing out at this point. Yeah. In terms of uh, the Miata one, it's it's literally just a bunch of Miata people saying Miata stuff. They're like, <laughs> that's that? great news. Nice. Good. <laughs> the Miata's a gem of a car. Long live Mazda. Good. The more Miata's <laughs> sold today, the better. That is some Miata people stuff. <laughs> I love it. This is fantastic and news. I am curious. Like, why? Like, what? I, I haven't seen a promotion for the new Miata in years, like and years, a, and years, did fucking you know what it a, is? A new generation hit their four hundred one k. Instead or of selling like ten, they sold twenty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. How many are we looking at? Like fifty percent. So no, they sold really... six thousand one hundred and seventy-two of them in twenty twenty-two, and they sold eight thousand nine hundred and seventy-three. <laughs> so it's not, not a lot. Hey, percentages are percentages, okay? Yeah, percentages make things look good. That's for sure. The uh, fourth gen Eclipse, I believe, sold like six thousand in its final year. So that's wow. something. How do you know that? I just did a video on it. Oh, I okay. I, I had to look it up I was for like, some why reason. Why the fuck are you hanging on? To that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a random piece of information. Here's another good one. Cars that should exist but don't. Okay. This is from uh, Insomniacs187. He said, you know, 
what's a vehicle your stunt isn't made? I suppose you could be res- like a responsible parent and say like Honda Odyssey with all wheel drive, right? But I'm thinking bigger. With America's endless fascination with luxury trucks, why hasn't Lincoln taken a run at the F-150? I thought they did. They Ford, blah, 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 blah. And somebody goes, you mean the Lincoln Blackwood? Yeah, it, it was bombed terrible. terribly. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking horrendous. <laughs> I'm like, I know they did. I know <laughs> they did. Do not buy one of those trucks. If you see it cheap, there's a reason it's cheap. <laughs> um, What about, somebody said a GR Prius. I don't know. Honestly, what wouldn't be yet. mad. Wouldn't would be mad. That. Yeah. That'd kind of be cool. It might happen. Thing. We wish for it enough. It might happen. Toyota been on one, so yeah. <laughs> Somebody, they might just fuck they around. They did it with the Corolla. Yeah. Corolla is basically a Prius. <laughs> somebody goes. Somebody goes. A brown. This guy's really specific. A brown turbo diesel hybrid six speed manual Mazda Toyota wagon. <laughs> what? <laughs> and he goes. In all seriousness, some sort of uh, hybrid EV hatch wagon would be nice for the naturally aspirated market. I don't know what he's saying. I wish all brands had wagons. I, yes. I wish each one made a fucking dope wagon. I wish they were all available in the United States. Yeah. Yes, especially that. It's just because those are all the SUVs. Why buy a I wagon don't. when you can get an SUV? Why buy an SUV when you can buy a wagon? Because we are the minority. I just don't get it. It doesn't yeah, it calculate in my brain. I don't I am I don't get the SUV craze. Yeah. I am surprised that Honda hasn't come back with like a new S2K or something yet. I know yeah. that they, there's like stuff out there about like a like the Prelude name and stuff being yeah. Uh, but that was like again, electric stuff. Yeah, I think. So I, I know Honda is on a mission. Um, you can tell by their like advertising and stuff like that that they are on a mission to like do move into like the next era of stuff, and mm-hmm. that I think yeah. includes a lot of like EV and hybrid stuff. But um, I am still surprised that like with like the you know like the Type R success and all that kind of stuff that they didn't take a crack Where's at another at least another rear wheel drive twenty twenty five Camino El Camino. Jesus. I've been hearing that for 20 years. Yeah, we need to stop with that. Oh, where is it at? Never coming. And that's a good thing. How about an American Ute? Still not on board. I don't get the Ute craze. I like Utes. I think they're they're cool. I just... I I don't know. I do do think a a station wagon or just like more all-wheel drive options on basic sedans would be kind of nice that don't cost a million dollars. Sure. Especially up north. You want all-wheel drive a lot? You like all-wheel drive? I do like all-wheel drive. Okay. I just don't have any cars with it. Well, that's fine. That's I was just through. <laughs> yeah, this because is I... the Ferrari's front-wheel drive, the SUK's front-wheel drive. <laughs> the Z's front-wheel drive. Z's, yeah, you have all front-wheel drive. Yeah, it's kind of weird. That's crazy how you drift at Gloria with front-wheel drive. Isn't that nuts? Have you guys seen the new Kia like no. push on the EV9s? I don't pay attention and the, to the Oh, well, that's kind of rude. You, Sorry. You, are you a hater? No, but they, I know one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting next to one. Oh, here's a good one. I actually heard about this. This is a big deal. Oh. All state approved for double-digit rate increases in California, New York, Ooh. and New Jersey. Break God that damn. down to me. Do you like hear I'm, about this? Tell me like I'm five. <laughs> so this has been happening in a few different states for a few different reasons, but uh, auto insurances and home insurances in some states are going up by like double digits what the fuck because that? they've made uh, like exemptions and they've approved these changes with like the the state insurance guy or like lobbyist essentially. Oh which God, so then all state can words. go and ra- raise the increase or uh, raise insurance without getting sued. So price going up because they can because of loopholes and we get fucked. Yeah. So some insurance th- is the biggest fucking dude, scam. Insurance is a fucking. Yeah. So it's. Cost of repair has gone up. Cost of replacement has gone up. Availability of parts has gone down. 
Not defending insurance companies, but their costs have gone up. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That yeah. guy said it best. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Always shop around when your insurance is up for no- Yeah, I mean, I've seen this a lot lately where insurance has just like randomly gone up for people. Mm-hmm. Even last year, up here in Appleton, totally not car related, but we have an energy company called We Energy. Oh, yeah. That services our area. Yeah, that shit went buku. And uh, I'm broke. And pretty much from, I think it was from November to December. There was like a standard fifteen percent lift mm-hmm. in an electricity cost for no reason. no reason. They just and they don't have to give a reason. One day they just hiked up the price. Literally, the bill. I just, remember, yeah, all yeah. of us were like, "Dude, was your bill fucking?" They were yeah, like, an insane what the amount. Hell? Yeah. But it's like, what can you do? You can't do anything. Nothing. Revolt. Revolt. Civil war. <laughs> Who you am can, I gonna fight? You can do stuff. <laughs> it's probably Who am I find not a good how, choice. Well, they to did it Bob. legally. How can I legally revolt? Mm. Yeah, that see that's 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 the <laughs> How problem. come what they can do is legal but what I want to do is illegal? I feel like if they're going to fuck me, I'm going to fuck them. Yeah. Phrasing. Phrasing. <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> Hypothetically. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't I hate talking about that. Anyway, it's just out of your control. There's nothing you can yeah. fucking do and you just have to deal with it. Like Ooh, it something prices. Happy. Here's a good here's a good question. Okay. Are you happy with oh. the overall design of cars today? Yes. Why? Um, I, I really, this last little era of cars that pooped out with the new type R and the, I've come around to the new Integra, especially the type S, the Supra, I'm listening to a lot of Toyotas, um, Hondas, yeah, there's some Hondas. uh, Blackwing, like it, it, feel, it felt like there was this one big push before EVs take over and I've really enjoyed it. And I think there's a lot of cars that are in this era that will be timeless. Like when we look back in 20, 30 yeah. years, we're gonna be like. Look at that thing. It's fucking mint. Mm-hmm. I remember when those came out. I absolutely loved them. Like yeah, even yeah. like GR86s yes. and stuff like that. I think they're going to be some timeless cars. Yes, absolutely. What do you think? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with it. I, I think there's a lot of uh, overall like the, the how do I say like just regular cars. Um, some things just not a fan of. You can see how it's like. One company does something and it really yeah. turns into like the next yeah. one, and then they kind of take an example of it's it. And they're like, like we all need to have thin LED headlights. Yeah, all of our cars, for whatever reason. Like I remember when that that was a thing. I remember it was like the yeah. the Jeep Cherokee that you guys had was like the first one. Yeah, I remember when that came out. They're like, everyone's like, like, whoa, where the fuck are the headlights yeah. at? Like, why is why does that look so stupid? And now everybody has it on and their now SUVs. Everyone has it. So. Um, not a huge fan of like like that kind of stuff, but like overall, I would say when it comes to like performance cars and things like that, I think for the most part, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think there's something that I'm like era. the fucking square arches. Not a fan of square arches. Oh. Still, I don't think Subaru that's really. I don't think really, that's gonna survive though, because Corv- Corvette and Subaru are really the only ones, right? Corvette, well, yeah, Corvette. but then you had, I guess, more in like the aftermarket side of things, you got like Panda and Gretti going fucking nuts with like their square arches on their new kits. Yeah, I which suppose is, that's true. Which is fine. It's not really oh, my taste. Maybe but. it's not fine. Well, the McLaren, the new Liberty Walk McLaren one doesn't. It's it's got like the Liberty Walk hasn't really done it that much. I feel like you yeah. do put circle pizzas in a square box. Do you cut your pizza in triangles or squares? It depends on the pizza. That depends on the box. No, it does depend on the pizza. No, it doesn't. It, it, does. it absolutely does depend on the pizza. <laughs> Why? Certain pizzas you cut square. Certain pizzas you cut yeah. triangle. No can i have more explanation what more do you need you know it when you why see it. i can't just like <laughs> you look at that pizza rattle them that's, off. A, that's a square cut pizza yeah. right there i don't that gels gets it because that's the thing please comment below no alex making me feel insane about it but it's totally a thing no it's, totally a thing. <laughs> no, it's not you, okay next time we have pizza i'm gonna test you 
Be like, yeah. what would you cut this like pizza? Pizza Hut, Domino's, Triangle Pizza, yes. all oh, day oh, long. Absolutely. Yeah, give me a square pizza example. Park Plaza in Beaverdam. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> I know. Nobody knows. Stone Arch in Appleton. Yeah. Oh, there. Perfect. That is a square That's a cut pizza. Yeah, that is a square cut pizza. Is that pizza. just because they've always given it to you square? It doesn't. It's just the way the pizza looks. It needs to be square. Don't look at him. Look at don't me. Don't fall back. I don't, Stay strong. Don't look at him. Look I, at me. Don't fall back. Stay strong. <laughs> I don't know if I would like it as much if I, it was triangles, to be honest. But he gave you it as a square your entire life. I will be. Here. You've been conditioned here, here. to like no, 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 rectangle no, 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 no. pizza. I have bought Jack's pizza pretty much my entire life. Always triangles. Always triangles. Yeah. I bought a screaming Sicilian, and I was like, "Square, this is a square." Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. cut it. <laughs> you guys are ridiculous, and I, I don't agree with you. <laughs> Been conditioned to like rectangular pizza because Rocky Rococo is at the dude, mall. That's did a it. square cut pizza. I remember Rocky. Can you Rococo's imagine if Rocky's was cutting diamonds? Can you imagine? <sighs> I feel, I feel like it'd just be gas station pizza. It would be so gross. That tastes weird. So like, when we do our Q2 uh, car build, uh, we have our own personal goals that we want to do with the car. We haven't told you the car yet, but it's pretty dope. Um, I think we have gels trying to drift it. I'm going to try and track it. But for Dakota specifically, we're all going to go to Beaver Tucky with it to go to this pizza joint oh, to we? try this okay. rectangular pizza yeah, before we, we head right over to, to your monthly car show that features the same 12 cars from 1969. Yeah, I want to get all the locals in Beaverdam, all the homies <laughs> in little Beaverdam, Wisconsin, and show them this ridiculous car, and we can get square-cut Park Plaza pizza. I'm in! It's greasy as hell. I'm good. It's That's so good. awesome. Yep. I am i don't know if I'm going to be happy about it. Oh, but you'll I'll be happy. You'll be happy. It'll humble you. This pizza yep. or me? It'll be, it'll be like that, like all the Hallmark movies where the big business guy comes to small town Wisconsin <laughs> oh and falls in love with it and all of its quirks. Maybe we should all move back. <laughs> I'm going to show up with like a scarf and like yeah. a We're cardigan. moving our headquarters here. <laughs> and we're going to do it right this time with small people. I also like love you. Christmas now. <laughs> I've been looking for answers this whole time and the answers were here the whole time. Beaverdam, Wisconsin, at Park Plaza Pizza. Hey, hey, Hallmark, can we make a Car Guy movie on your channel? I feel like it would be so much fun. Oh, my God. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed the Martini Works podcast this week. Please drop comments on what you want us to talk about next. We yeah. are surviving the winter months, which has been so far so good because there's been no snow. It's been a really mild winter. Yeah. yeah. So with that being said, appreciate it. If you guys are looking for car parts, Mind Your Car Martini Works. It means the world. Subscribe, all that good stuff. And Pick we'll see you on the next one. Cruising shirt, garage shirt, this hoodie. There's a bunch of apparel. Check it out, too. Bye. Bye.